Hey, it's Dan Nickerson, and welcome to episode one of the Ion Theory podcast. In this first episode, I'll tell you a little bit about me, a little bit about the Ion Theory, and I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, welcome to the very first Ion Theory podcast. This is actually the first podcast that I've ever done. So first, I just thought I'd give you a little background on me, and then I'll give you some background on the Ion Theory and tell you the first three laws of Ion Theory, and we'll go from there. So um, my name is Dan Nickerson, and uh, if you didn't read my bio or haven't known me online, uh, I've been marketing online since 1996, and before that, I was did some product development work, and I worked in restaurants and hotels and so forth. But I've always been kind of been known as an idea guy uh, all throughout my life, the guy that they go to for quick ideas. And in 96, I started doing some websites, but in 98, I actually created one of the web's very first text link exchanges called LinkOp. And that grew fairly big, uh, but unfortunately got dot bombed in, in late 2000. And then I created a number of other little uh, websites and, and services and programs and products. And in 2005, I met uh, Joel Com, who you may or may not know. He's a very popular uh, internet marketer and entrepreneur and New York Times bestselling author. And in 2007, I went to work for Joel as his VP of Ideas in Colorado. And during that time, launched a number of uh, Joel's products with him. I also am the co-creator of the uh, iFart app. Yes, the world-famous iFart app. I am the guy that came up with all the crazy fart names and sounds. Uh, and in 2010, I created the Socrates WordPress theme, uh, which was one of the most popular themes of 2010, and uh, it was used on over 200,000 websites. So I have a background in product development, ideation, app development, WordPress, but what I wanted to do was create a um, presentation on ideation. And I came up with the idea for the ION theory when I needed to come up with an idea for a presentation for a conference. And I said to myself, well, what am I going to speak about on ideation? And I started thinking about the words that you use, uh, words that you can use to come up with great ideas. For example, frustration, you know, what, what are things that drive you nuts? It's an ION word. Uh, perspiration, why does this take so long? How can I make this easier? Uh, inspiration, when you just have an idea, it's a eureka moment. Or imagination, if you're just thinking, wouldn't it be great if this product did this? And that becomes an idea. Uh, observation, when you're looking at someone, you're seeing that they're having trouble with something, you say, well, I could make that simpler, that's a great idea. Uh, simplification, how can I make this process easier? Uh, combination, um, what can you bundle the product A with product B and make product C? So I, that was my ideation theory, where I basically use those different things as top talking points about how you can create ideas and how some of the best inventions in the world came from things like frustration and inspiration and observation. And so I wrote a PDF on it and uh, released it and I said, well, I can do a podcast where I can talk about the ion theory, talk about the laws of ion theory, and that's why we're here. So why don't I give you, um, I'm actually going to read from my initial overview PDF that's available on iontheory.com. So if you want to actually just get this and download it, it's at iontheory.com, just enter your email. And then each week, I usually send out a new law of ion theory. And, that, and that's kind of what uh, the podcast is going to be about. I create laws of ion theories, which are basically just interesting spins on mindset and uh, product idea generation and simplification and those kind of things. So from my ion theory doc, let me just 
start off here and just say, uh, in the next few minutes, you'll totally understand what the ion theory is and how its principles can help you solve problems and achieve goals. And, and first, I should disclaimer, this isn't about science or chemistry or physics or anything like that. Uh, it's an easy to follow formula that you can apply to any area of your life just starting right now. Once you, once you read some of this and you'll get some of the, the nuggets of the ion theory, hopefully you can make some changes like I've done with my life. Uh, but the first thing we I want to talk about is hopefully something that we can all agree on. Most people know how to lose weight, right? The answer is eat less and move more. Uh, most people know how to get more work done. The answer is avoid distractions and focus on actions. Most business owners know how to make more sales. The you know, answer is offer more value, You know, get more eyeballs in front of your product, make it easier for them to buy. Simple. Why don't, why don't people do it? Um, why do some do it better than others? Why do some people just knock out all this stuff? They can lose weight. They can avoid distractions, get more work done. They can make more sales. The answer almost always comes down to mindset. Um, the problem a lot of people have today, myself included, is that they lose motivation to take action. They get disconnected from their customers and businesses, and and they, and they fall into personal and professional ruts. They, they know what to do, but they self-sabotage themselves. They lose focus, and they don't take action. So the ion theory is about the mindset to overcome those obstacles and get more stuff done. So let's start with the first principle of ion theory, and, and that's kind of a positive and negative. It's another spin on the word ion. But do you realize that every single day you make hundreds of choices? Uh, you make hundreds of conscious choices, and you make thousands of sub subconscious choices. The second you get out of bed, everything's a choice. How would your life be different if you just kind of learned how to Force yourself to make better choices and take more positive actions. More positive actions, less negative actions, hopefully will regenerate positive results, right? So just think about that for a second. What would happen if you made more positive decisions? You wake up in the morning, it could be just hitting the snooze, snooze button, right? Well, I don't need to hit the snooze button, I'm going to get up. Because I know, I know regardless, in five minutes I'll be fine. So the ion theory is a system of ideas, actions, processes, and principles that are formulated to help its followers generate ideas, solve problems, and achieve goals. The theory is called ion because of the actual root and meanings of, of the word. So ion as a suffix indicates an action, process, or state, right? So that's kind of a good thing for a, a mindset course or a growth hacks and so, so forth. And as a noun, it's an atom or group of atoms that carry a positive or negative charge. Now you can think of positive or negative as pain versus pleasure. You can think of it as a yin versus yang. Uh, we talk about positive or negative in applying more positive choices and eliminating negative choices. Okay, so um, let's talk about the first law of ion theory, going back to the positive choices. It's called the law of positive direction. So our choices affect our daily lives in, in more ways than we can possibly imagine. Um, you choose to hit the snooze button. You choose not to exercise. You choose to spend 30 minutes on Facebook before breakfast. You choose to stop at a drive through for breakfast. Uh, or lunch or dinner. You choose to avoid difficult work tasks because you don't feel like doing it. And you choose to watch hours of TV each day or Facebook or YouTube or Netflix. Every single day you're making these decisions, but did you ever wonder what would happen if you simply made more positive choices each day? Uh, even just a few positive choices each day. The simplest way to change your mindset is to simply ask yourself one question on every applicable decision. Is this a positive or negative direction decision for me? It could be as simple as seeing dishes that need to be cleaned in the sink and walking by them and saying, I'm going to do them later. Well, is it 
positive that you're saying that or is it negative that you're saying that? The positive thing probably, let me get it done, let me get it out of the way. That's a positive decision. It could be whether you want a snack or not and you're looking for a healthy snack or a bad snack and you think about is it positive or negative? Well, the healthy snack is positive, the, the bad one is negative. It's kind of that simple. By asking yourself this question, you'll make more positive choices and the net result will be positive changes. And so if you can learn to focus on the feeling you get after making a positive choice and not during a negative choice, you will alter your mindset even more. Did you ever notice that a bad food choice makes us feel good for like five minutes, but a guilty for five hours? Why is that? Why does, isn't it interesting that too much comfort food makes you uncomfortable? Think about that. Comfort food makes you uncomfortable. Work on recognizing that. And why does healthy food make you feel great for hours? Working on recognizing that. The same goes for exercise. You always feel better after a positive choice than a negative one. You always feel better when you force yourself to go to the gym. So if you can change your mindset to understand that this will result in a positive, more of a positive effect at the end of it than the negative effect of not doing it, then you'll make more positive choices. And so you need to apply that same principle. So for example, I just got into Bikram yoga in, yoga in the last year. And all of a sudden I've learned that what I eat really affects how I perform in Bikram yoga and in my work. So I've started making better eating choices because I need to, to make sure that I eat just the right things to perform well in Bikram yoga. Otherwise I'm going to make myself sick in the class. And so I've been making those choices and the net effect is positive. So I took a, a exercise discipline and I realized that I had to change my diet in order to do that discipline and that's changed my whole eating and, and fitness level. Uh, so you'll always feel better after a positive choice than a negative one. I think that's another thing you can agree on. It really makes no sense to make a negative choice. So the more thought you give to these choices, the more you'll choose the one that makes you feel better long-term. And the same applies to business. You'll feel much better for tackling your to-do list than if you knocked out two hours on YouTube or Facebook. Make more, po poor <laughs> Make more positive choices and less negative choices simply by recognizing that you have that choice. If you're familiar with the pain versus pleasure principle, this is virtually the same concept, but it's more positive, don't you think? You control the direction of your life with every single decision that you make choose the positive direction. Now, one thing I want to mention about the law of ion theory, and it's just something I've, I've realized in general as I as I read audiobooks and read other books, is lots of stuff is repetition. Lots of principles or guys that come out with new books on new topics, it's usually rehashed stuff. So you probably have heard of pain versus pleasure. You probably heard the power of positive thinking. And there's a reason why so many business books are just rehashed things that have happened in the past. They'll put a new spin on it, and that's their kind of hook. And in a way, this is my kind of hook, uh, but I think that this model works better for me, and if it can work better for me, then it can work better for others, and that's why books continue to sell. That's why courses continue to sell, because sometimes it's the spin or the, the reframing of an idea that is what really hits home with some people. So that's kind of what I'm doing with the ion theory is I'm reframing uh, some principles that you probably have heard of before so that they'll have a more positive effect. So the next law of ion theory is the law of negative reflection. So much like an ion attracts positive and negative charges, individuals do as well. We attract both positive and negative forces based on our actions and choices. Now, ironically, negative ions are actually better for you than positive ions. But like I said, this is about mindset and not science or physics or chemistry. So let's just take it a step further, shall we? Um, 
In my business, the absolute best feedback I get is from customers who are unhappy or frustrated. They had a problem with something, they let me know about it. The net result was I created a better product or service and a happier customer. When you identify the things that others are perceiving as negative either in you, your product, or your surroundings, you can work on changing that perception. Learn to embrace the negatives. Once again, learn to embrace the negatives. So answer these questions, okay? And if you wanna get a piece of paper, pause this and write this down or just think hard about this. What are the negative things people might be saying about you? You know, what, you know, do you, do you exaggerate? Do you um, say inappropriate things? Do you not dress properly? Are you unkept in a way? Are you, do you swear? Do you, you know, little things like that. What, what do you think that, no, what, what do you think that does, <laughs> what would your spouse say annoys them? Um, so think about that. What are the negative things people might be saying about you? Now, what are the negative things you say about yourself? Maybe you have a bad body image. Maybe you don't think you work hard enough. Maybe you don't think you should be successful. Maybe you don't think that you deserve anything in life. Um, maybe you beat yourself up all the time. The next one is, what are the negative things people might be saying about your website, your product, or your business? You know, it doesn't work with this. It doesn't uh, enable me to do this. It doesn't have this feature. It, it breaks on this browser kind of thing. And finally, what are the negative things affecting your health and relationship? You know, poor diet choices, uh, lack of communication, lack of exercise, uh, too much work, those kind of things. Now, if you have that list, let's just say you have two things from every one from those four questions. That's eight things. Uh, can you eliminate one thing from each list or two things? Now, just think about that. If you just identified 10 to 12 negative influences in your life or in things that are negative and you just eliminated a few of them, what would the net result be? That's the law of negative reflection. Think about the negative things that people are saying about you, your product, your service, what your spouse might be saying about you and work on changing those things, okay? So the next one is really how, the next law is the law of rapid ideation and this one is the one that I did the initial presentation on and how the whole of the ion theory came about. And this is one where people have always asked me, how do you come up with ideas? You know, people get stuck trying to solve problems, generate new revenue streams, coming up with ideas, solutions, those kind of things. So this is my law of ideate, rapid ideation. So ideas are for more than just formulating new, new products and services. They are needed every day to solve problems, make customers happy, add more value and features save time, increase conversions, and cut costs. Anyone can come up with a great idea, but they aren't worth anything without implementation. Actually, the, the author, Michael Crichton, told me this 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago. I had emailed him, found his email address, and asked him about a particular idea, and uh, he basically said, well, you need to execute it, and ideas aren't worth anything without implementation. So while generating ideas is easy for some and difficult for others, my law of rapid ideation can help anyone ideate faster. So here's just one part of the law. So take any product or problem and ask these questions. Observation. Who are your customers and how are they using your product? Frustration. What is the biggest frustration with the product? Simplification. How can this product be made easier by us? Friction. And I love the word friction. How can this product be made easier for our customers to use? Just think about whatever product is you're selling, how can you make it easier for them to use? Could it be tutorials? 
Could it be a video? Could it be an audio? Could it be a podcast? That's Overcoming friction is the simplest way to, to generate ideas because when you start thinking about how to make things easier, next thing you know, you might come up with a whole new invention based on how you made it easier. So consolidation, maybe you have a lot of products. How can you emerge one product or its features with something else we're doing. So sometimes you have products that you created that don't sell at all. Well, what ha would happen if you consolidated them with a product that does sell well, right? Would you sell more? So take products that you know you're not selling and just say, hey, you know, here's a bonus. If you if you buy this product, then I'm going to give you all these products for free. And by consolidating, you might increase your conversions and or have a whole new product, an old bundle, for example. I was very successful with a with a product bundle that I did. I created all kinds of WordPress plugins and I I just put them all in a bundle and did a fire sale and you know I sold thousands of units and it was a great little promotion. So the next one is association. So how does your product compare to competitors? So take your product, then look for the look for your competitors and write down the things that they're doing that you're not doing. Now you might discover that that their product does something that you could easily make yours do and next thing you know you have a new feature a new product or you simply could say you could do a video on how your product can do what theirs can do better but you just never thought about it before so your video is going to show them how you can use a product to do this I, I, that happens all the time where I will see a product and this happens when you're when you're kind of good at ideation sometimes you might need a solution to something um, and you can't find the, the solution for it, but you find something that's kind of remotely in the same ballpark, and you realize that if you just change the code a little bit or if you modify it slightly, it'll do exactly what you need it to do. So the next one is conversion. What will make this product sell better? So if you just think about that, think about the people. Uh, the one thing with conversion is that a lot of times, it, conversion to come is all about overcoming objections right reducing friction overcoming objection so if you're trying to convert someone or make a product sell better make sure that you're identifying what that product does or the, and the problems that it solves specifically the emotional problems that it solves how does your how does your ideal customer feel when they've used your product what's that feeling what are the pain points that your product is solving really think about those things emotions and conversions another ION word so uh, next finally is just solution. What kind of products does your product, this is the same thing. What kind of pro problems does your product solve on an emotional level? And that's just really important. And a lot of times you'll discover this from testimonials from your company. You can ask your customers for testimonials. How have you used your product and how has it benefited you? Ask them that question and they, you might get some emotional hooks from their feedback that you can then use in your copy or to either A, uh, improve your sales, or B, come up with new product ideas. Because sometimes someone says, oh, I'm, I'm using it. I love your product. I'm using it for, for fly fishing. <laughs> you can be like, what? How are you using our product for fly fishing? And they tell you, and I go, oh my God, the fly fishing market is a, is a, you know, a $100 million industry. What if we get this and we just changed our copy a little bit? Next thing you know, boom. So it's really important to get feedback from your customers and understand what emotions your product is solving. And anyhow, just just don't you know, just think about all that stuff for a minute. Just think about observation, frustration, simplification, friction, consolidation, association, conversion, solution. Once again, this is all in the in the PDF. Those are just little things. And observation is really the biggest one, you know, especially if you're if you're watching your customers go through your your funnel, whether it's a brick and mortar store or whether it's an online store, 
you know, find out, observe what they're doing, ask them questions. So if you thought about all that stuff and you just wrote down all those questions, right, the answers to those questions, how many new features, marketing bullets, target niches, and article ideas could result from just that one exercise? Okay, so those are the first three laws of the ion theory. And next I'm gonna talk about the ionic principles. Basically, these are four core principles of ion theory. So when, when I came up with a theory and decided that I really wanted to, to focus on this sort of mindset, productivity, business development uh, theory behind, uh, behind ion theory, I wanted to have four core principles that I could follow myself to make me achieve my goals, to be healthier, and so forth. And so the four principles are, one, awaken with clarity and purpose, two, make the positive choice, three, follow a healthy discipline, four, pursue balance and wisdom. And an easy way to remember these is to use the mnemonic, always make forward progress. And so it's it's kind of funny, I, I actually have a, you know, I put my stuff in Asana and I, I, set, I have a move it forward folder in Asana because I try to move stuff forward instead of backward. And so, uh, remembering to always make forward progress helps me get more stuff done, if that makes sense. I hope it does. So let's just rehash these real quick again. So awaken with clarity and purpose. I've decided that you know when I wake up in the morning, I would I want to be energized and have a clear head. That means I, you shouldn't stay up super late. You shouldn't be on your device late at night. You should drink lots of water. Um, you should make sure that you're getting a good solid sleep. I, I average between six and seven hours of sleep. I probably should get more. Uh, but if you want to awaken with clarity, then you need to do those things. You need to eat healthier, drink lots of water. You need to you know, stay off the booze and wake up uh, uh, at a good consistent time each morning and have a, a process. Now the next one is purpose, and that is what is your why, basically. So you need to have a why, right? So your why is going to determine how hard you work, what you're working towards, and so forth. Another thing of purpose is what are you going to do that day? You can't just wake up. You know, you ever notice how sometimes you just, if you are in the middle of a project that excites you, you wake up and you've got the clarity and you're ready to get going. You can't wait to get working on that project. If you don't have a purpose or if you're not sure what you're going to do that day, sometimes it's really hard to get going. And so my goal is to awaken with clarity and purpose, to live healthier, uh, to eat better, to drink lots more water so that I wake up and I feel good and I'm ready to go. At the same time, it's knowing what I'm going to work on when I get to my office in the morning and knowing what I'm going to focus on and knowing what I'm working towards. The next one is make the positive choice. And of course, that goes right back to uh, the law of positive direction and the law of negative reflection. If you focus on making the positive choice from the minute you get up each day, it could be, do I want to eat a crappy breakfast or do I want to eat a healthy breakfast? I'm on the run. Do I want to go through drive-through, or can I just stop at the grocery store and pick up a banana, kind of thing? And that's how your day starts. But it's all positive choices. You can choose to be, you know, having a bad day. You can choose to be positive towards someone or negative towards someone. You know, make the positive choice and think about that with everything. It could be even working out. When you're working out, you know, you may drive all the way to the gym, get to the gym, and, you know, you're just kind of going through the motions. You're walking on the treadmill. You're doing this. You're lifting weights. Is that positive or negative? Well, it's positive in a way, but it'll be a lot more positive if you, if you really made the most of your time and exercised harder, you know, insert doctor disclaimer here. Uh, but that is making the positive choice. Think about the end result, not the, the initial gratification. 
It's it's all about choosing the positive choice so you feel good later and not during. So how are you going to feel in five hours if you make the positive choice? Negative choices have very short uh, pleasure windows. Positive choices have very long pleasure windows. The next one is follow a healthy discipline. So I did this and I started yoga about a year and a half ago and now I go to yoga three to, three to four days a week and I'm addicted to it and it's because I forced myself to go uh, and said to myself I'm going to go three days in a row and that will get me into it and a lot of times a healthy discipline is as simple as that don't don't set a goal to lose X amount of weight don't set a goal I'm gonna go to the gym every week tell yourself you're gonna go to the gym three days this week no matter what and get yourself there and do something same with diet don't think about you're gonna go on a diet think about I'm gonna eat healthy for three days right if you can discipline yourself for just that short window of time it's going to have long-term repercussions and so it's about making the positive choice for a healthy discipline and following that healthy discipline so I found myself and I, and I might have mentioned earlier in the podcast I'm sorry if I repeat myself but I found myself forcing myself to eat better because I know I have to go to yoga class in a few hours so I can only eat specific things otherwise I'm gonna feel miserable during my my yoga class and you know I don't want to have any bodily functions happening in the yoga class either so I've been very careful about what I eat and I'm also realizing that the more the low the smaller portions I have the better I feel over overall eating a big meal does not do anything except make you feel miserable you might get a so you might get a, a couple minutes of pleasure by eating a big meal but you might not digest it for 24 hours you might feel full for the next eight hours but if you eat a healthy salad and just let it sit then chances are you're gonna feel fine and then you're gonna feel great the rest of the night so the next one and last one is pursue balance and wisdom and what this really comes down to is the work-life balance it's it's a yin-yang in life realizing that you know you have to you have to do more uh, of a work-life balance and you will discover that when you start doing things like taking a yoga class or, or getting out or going for a consistent walk or taking breaks from work and getting up and walking away from your desk or going out and you know doing something like watch, seeing a movie and so forth or do, hang, playing with your kids that's balance and balance will have more benefit in your work environment than non-balance so you can sit here and if you're and one of the one of the ways to describe to describe balance is that let's just say you're trying to solve a business problem and you're racking your brain you're staring at your computer screen and you can't solve this problem did you ever notice how when you just get up and go for a walk um, you'll come up with a solution for the problem sometimes getting up and going for a walk or changing your state is the quickest way to solve a complex problem in fact you probably heard like Steve Jobs used to do that he used to always take walks for his meetings he'd get up and go for a walk so pursue your work-life balance make sure you that you're not just always focused on staring at your computer screen get up move around do something different and balance your time and work so that you achieve more and also the second part is that pursue balance and wisdom and wisdom means having a mentor it means having uh, a schedule of learning so that you're always learning something new podcasts I'm sure if you're listening to podcasts then you are always in the pursuit of wisdom and so this is just another thing so my whole podcast my whole philosophy if it connects with just a few people out of a hundred then I've done my job and at the same time I'm doing this to force myself to learn more as well so I'm pursuing balance and wisdom by doing this podcast 
because it forces me to keep going with my own theory, to keep educating myself so I can share that knowledge with others. So that's an introduction to the ion theory, and it's an evolving theory with more laws, principles, and actions and processes that are on the website. And I have a lot of different laws with a lot of different unique spins, my unique spins on things. And so you'll hear about a new law in each episode of the ion theory as well as growth hacks. So at iontheory.com action, I actually have 150 business growth hacks. These are like the simple, it's almost like a, a pocket consultant. Uh, so if you're looking for new ways to generate ideas, to grow your business, to increase conversions, my action rules, there's a really low cost info product uh, that I have, but it's you know available to Ion Theory uh, members. And so thank you very much for listening to this podcast and I will see you next time.